don't necessarily have to put your name on it. It may be good to put your name on it in case we uh, need to get back to you with some specifics or ask you questions about your question. But you can write your Bible question. Um, <coughs> want to want to deal with um, our, our Sunday school and um, our um, what do we call that? I can't hear you. Catechism. Thank you. My ear is bad on this side today, so I can't only have half my ear hearing. Uh, catechism questions, Sunday school questions, Bible questions, uh, that would be an appropriate place to, to, to do that. I want to check. What I'm normally going to do is check uh, about in the middle of the week on Wednesday to see what's in there and then prepare for the answers, give the answers on Sunday night. So um, you can you can do that. You can encourage if you have Sunday school class, you can encourage them to write questions there as well. Uh, truth seekers, uh, any questions that you have, you can encourage them. I have a person that's assigned to answer them. He's going to answer every question that there is. Right, Brian? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> The answer might be, what kind of question is that? <laughs> okay. Uh, tonight we're going to do a couple things. We're going to look at, we haven't done this since the first time, and that is to look at some of our memory verses in Colossians and, and work forward in, in memory in memory verses in Colossians. We'll do that some tonight. We'll also take some time for testimonies tonight. So uh, let's do testimonies first. Take, uh, take a few minutes. Uh, for testimonies, and then we'll look at some memory verses in Colossians. <clears throat> I'd just like to give glory to God for putting together our trek uh, uh, evening on Wednesday and uh, the Truth Seekers Ministry. We have some new uh, students in our group, uh, the, the, you know, the older kids, and the questions that they ask were unbelievably good. I mean, every question led into something a little bit deeper, and I was joking with Mardine this morning, we don't have to do it again, because I started with Genesis 1, spent time on that, got to Noah's Ark, Tower of Babel, Jesus' death on the cross, why that was uh, efficacious and necessary for us, and wound up with a great white throne judgment. We're all done. <laughs> yes, yes, Michelle, if you're back there, Michelle and I team teach, and I tell you, we work together as a marvelous team. We just feed off of each other. If I say something, she picks it up and expounds. If she says something, I do the same thing. And, yeah, I think God really blessed our teamwork because we really work together as a great team. It's, it really is something to see. Anyway, I'm just excited to see the kids that having an interest and having questions because, like I remember saying when we first started uh, Truth Seekers, it would be a shame to go reaching out to people in the community and lose our own kids. And, uh, you know, if we can keep them interested and on board here, I think down the road it'll be great fruit for our church, for our families, and for the kids involved. Mm -hmm. It's just a wonderful ministry. It's always encouraging to get questions, and you can tell from the questions where, how the minds are working. So praise God for that. And what a great age to, to uh, respond to their questions. I, think, I know they have questions, but when you get them, you can respond to them. That's a blessing. All right, who's next, Sister Bonnie? I was going to say, uh, I was going to say, one of the girls. Okay, 
They'll think I can talk loud enough on my own. <laughs> anyway, one of the girls who came for the first time last week, as we were walking out, um, Ruby, is it your granddaughter? Yes. She was saying, I finished. I, she knew her memory verse and was telling him her memory verse. I memorized that already. She says, I've been working my book. I've got all of it done except for one day. I mean, she's just so excited. And last week was her first week. It's just, just like she's just hungry for it. And so thank you, Ruby, for allowing her to come with you. And we're really excited about that group. That's the sixth grade through 12th grade. That's the mm -hmm. older kids. So it's where it's just been a couple of faithful ones all along, but they're very quiet little girls. And now they got two more girls, and there's a lot more energy going on there, a lot more questions. So, but um, I was excited to see that she'd done all that with her book already. So. That's encouraging. They feed off of each other. Praise God for that. Any other testimonies tonight you want to share? Um, I just wanted to give a testimony and thanking God for um, for the music and ministry in this church and um, and just his music in our lives, like at home. And like I went for a run today and listening to some of the songs like we're working on in the ensemble, I'll, I make sure to listen to a lot of my songs are not just, you know, our praise songs or songs we're working on so I can really hear the music and hear the words. But, um, you know, you'll, you'll have other music in there too, but... I think that God gave that to me because it helps me to worship in, even in working out. But then the music, it reminded me that yesterday we had a really long practice for choir and we, some of us stayed to work on another song. But I just thought to myself, and then I had to go to work and I just thought to myself, man, that, it was not even a burden to stay. And it was actually a joy to stay and to work on those songs and to hear them all come together. And those of you that were in the choir yesterday, I know there was a couple of things that had come out some little conflicts, but I think that God used that longer practice to just mold our hearts together as a team even more. And I just um, do want to praise God for that because when you work together with instruments and with your voices, you have to work together and you have to listen to each other and you have to come to some kind of agreement and the notes don't sound right if you don't and all of that. So I just want you guys to be encouraged that um, this ministry is very important and don't, don't give up on it. So many churches don't have choirs anymore. They don't have specials anymore. They don't want to work. They barely have practices. So just be encouraged to keep doing what you're doing. Amen. Thanks for, for sharing that testimony. I think it's, it's so important to hear, to hear that, that the zeal and the passion uh, for, for some who lead in, in work and in ministry and that they serve the Lord in that area. Praise God for that. We have another hand, Mickey. Yeah, I just wanted to kind of like piggy off, piggyback off what um, Heidi had said because Chantel had um, Drew and uh, Brianna sing a song. It was God gave me a song, and they sang it. And I, it just actually when I drove home, I was all I was almost in tears, almost overwhelmed, because you want to leave a legacy, but to see these little ones singing songs I sang when I was that little, and it and they knowing every word. And then you think about the things we've learned in Sunday school about, you know, making sure that we lead, we train up our children so that they understand and they, they bring the, continue to bring forth the word and to hear them bring it forth in song, which happens to, I happen to be biased on that because I like singing, but um, to hear them do that, it's just, it's just a blessing. It was just like, I was just like, oh my goodness, they sang every word. I mean, it's just like, God gave me a song, and that might, you might say, oh, well, the kids sing that, but it's more than that. 
It's more than that. What it means is that their parents are bringing them up, teaching them. They're hearing us sing these songs, and they're doing the same thing that I did when I was that age. So I just mm -hmm. praise the Lord for that. Mm -hmm. Praise God. All right. I want to praise God for who he is, his son, Jesus Christ. Um, I, with all that that's going on with me, um, um, with the taxes and everything, it kind of dampens my spirit. Um, this morning, I was, didn't want to actually get up and come to church. And, and uh, I just praise God for convicting me, saying, you know, just telling me, you know what, that's not going to do you no good. It's not going to make it no better. It's not going to, it's not going to uh, impact your life and what, whatever I told you that I have you and I got you in my hand and, and I'm with you. I would never leave you or forsake you. And, and then pastor was uh, preaching this morning in Colossians where he said that we want to uh, sit up there, what well, I told you this afternoon, and, and we want to complain but then we want to say uh, 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 we can't complain and and and, uh, and and pray and thank God at the same time. It don't. It just don't mix, you know. So and and, and that kind of struck me right there because I was thinking, well, I'm tired and I've been doing this all week and everything and stuff like that, and I'm gonna sleep and I'm not gonna. I'm probably just gonna take a break from church. I, you can't never take no break from God. Never, he's there all the time, so um, he convicted me in that in that sense and in that way, and I thank him for that. And I don't have no complaints, because my complaints ain't gonna do no do me no good. It's still gonna go the same way. So I praise God, but God's way of living in my life, things change, and I praise God for that. And I praise Him for staying with me to the point where. I got up and I got my butt dressed and I got up and I thanked him for even waking me up to be able to get up and get dressed. You know, because sometimes I'm going to just say that again, Pastor. Don't, it don't do no good to complain to say thank God for this. It just don't match. It just don't match. You know, so yeah, I just praise him for who he is and how he's worked in my life. Amen. We have to learn to praise, don't we? And when we begin to practice praise, we see that God um, changes our, our heart and our thinking and um, our perspective begins to change as we practice that praise. It's not that we don't have anything to complain about it. It's that we won't keep a complaining spirit. And, and that's, that's the difference. We, we begin to look and to to see the things that, that we can praise God for that. And, and so it, it, it works to encourage our heart. Um, Proverbs talks about a, um, a joyful person and, 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 and how they are um, a blessing to others. So that's something that God wants us to, to keep in mind. Again, it's not that we don't experience um, hard times or difficult times. We do. And it's not that we ignore those times either but we, we learn how to, to worship and we learn how to praise and we learn to be reminded of God's goodness even in those times. Do you have a, another testimony you want to share? Bonnie, well, we'll take Michelle, then Bonnie, number two. 
Um, I just want to thank God for our Wednesday workout group. Um, it's it's not the activity so much because doing stairs really isn't that fun in and of itself, but um, just to be together with the girls is a lot of fun and just be encouraged throughout the week. Um, and I notice it even more now that Jacqueline can't be there because she's working so much and just how much I really miss that time just chatting and catching up with her. And then um, it is kind of that time where also we can kind of put each other until way because um, we just like encourage each other with what's going on and and correct if needed so I just really appreciate that I'm gonna miss it once the weather turns cold but I'm really enjoying that right now All right. I've just kind of add-ons to everything today but um, I wanted to say I didn't realize that was the song that they were singing that they sang it together they because Drew and Brianna were singing it all the way in the car, all the way to our house, all the way back here again. The minute they got in the car, they started singing, and I really enjoyed that. That was just beautiful. They, they really were enjoying singing it for us, you know. And so, thank you, Naomi. I mean, thank you, Chantel, for teaching them that song because they do love it. They love that song, and it's such a. It's the song has such a good message, as well that was so uplifting. And then I was just thinking with what, uh, is the conversation that came up in the car or something else, that uh, whenever I start wondering what God's doing in my life, and like going to get discouraged sometimes and stuff, I always, one of my favorite Psalms is Psalm 139, because it, it talks about God knowing everything I say before I even say it, that I'm totally in his hands. He knew me before I was born. He knows when I'm gonna die. He knows everything about me and I think that's true of everybody not just believers that's true of everyone he knows all of us and you know we grieve with with Lawrence's family and pray for their comfort but there again God knew what was going to happen he knows all of that and and we have to trust him being in control of everything that there's a purpose for everything that he does and especially if it touches the life of a believer because it gives opportunity for us to share to be there, to be of comfort for those who are hurting, and each other as a body here to support Lawrence and Charmone, but also in prayer for his family, but the opportunities he may have to share. Because I know when my brother died, we had one of the first real opportunities to share with our new daughter-in-law, and God's, God's working there in her life. And we're praying that you know, he will bring it to conclusion to salvation for her. But at his funeral, it was one of the first times that we were, went out to dinner afterwards and it gave us one of the first opportunities to really hit her hard with the fact she said, well, I just get up each morning and think, well, that's okay, I don't know. I said, but what if you don't wake up the next morning? You know, we just really were able to witness to her in a very powerful way that started, I think, getting her, was then she started beginning to think about what some of it all means and so I you know even in in agony and, and pain and sorrow God's working there too mm -hmm. that's so true just keep faithful <coughs> one more any other testimonies Donna yeah because um I was when I go to work in the morning on the I listen to a Christian radio station, and he's been teaching about the fruits of the Spirit. 
And um, when he was going through the fruits of the spirit, I'm not always sure, you know, uh, you know, the, the gifts that got, you know, the gifts that believers have. And I was like, well, I don't really know, you know, what my gift is. Sometimes it's hard to distinguish what gift God has given you or not given you. And then um, the Lord had just spoke to me and said, what are some of the things that I've given you that you can use to glorify me? And um, I was just thinking back on some of my own experiences and I don't have a spirit of fear a lot. I can be very um, non-fearful when it comes to doing certain things. And I was like, can that be something that God can use? Me not being afraid of certain things? And then I thought, you know, um, me and Brian was out with the kids the other week and a lady was walking down the street and she was cursing up a storm, I tell you, just cursing up a storm. And so I just said, I'm gonna stand here and look at her. And um, when I did that, she looked at me because she was cursing. And um, my husband was looking out the window. He saw me. She looked and she said, what are you looking at me for? And I don't know if she thought I was going to be scared because she said that. But um, anyway, I said, I'm looking at you cursing like this with this behavior. And my grandkids is here in the yard and while you having this ungodly conversation. And so um, she said, well, I'm on this property and you on your property. I said, well, what difference does it make? Because I can hear you way over here. <laughs> and so then um, all of a sudden when I said that, she changed like day to night. She said, well, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry. I just was in a bad place and I was just telling this person off on the phone and I'm, 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 I'm going away now. And I was like, really? And Brian looked, he was like, did you see how fast she changed? And I was like, it wasn't me that changed her, but it was me not being afraid to say something to her about it that made her take note. And I just thought, you know, also I was thinking about uh, God had given, put on my heart, you know, to, to call people that visit the church and things like that. It's something that I always have been, like, good at and don't have a fear of picking up the phone and calling a stranger. And I've learned that really through real estate when you had to cold call people and, you know, you just don't know them, but you just call them anyway. And God had given me that ability to be able to do that. So I was like, you know, Lord, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to call. And I talked to several people this week, and it was a blessing to my heart. But just the fact that, you know, that God was showing me, I had asked him. I was like, Lord, show me what it is that I can do to further the ministry or further the gospel. And I never really thought that not being afraid would be one of them. But it was what he showed me that I could use to bring him glory and maybe to not have a fear about certain things and just doing what you need to do was what God instilled in me. And I was thankful for that. So I just praise him for revealing himself to me. Amen. Amen. There is a spiritual gift there. And uh, what, what is it? I'm asking what? Boldness. Boldness. It shows its way in, in different different ways in different circumstances, but it's one of boldness. Um, and I think the lesson that we learn is that God has given us abilities and gifts, and he wants us to use them for his glory. Sometimes if we don't see somebody else with that same gift, we don't think of ours fits in or something to that, that effect. But God wants us to use, think of it this way, God wants us to use our personality, our being, all that we are for his glory 
in whatever situation he puts us in. And um, we don't always think about awkward situations as being ones that he puts us in where he'll get into the glory. I can finish that story for her. Um, the woman who walked by was talking on her phone to somebody else, and she was engaged in conversation that obviously we could hear. Um, but when she changed, and she did change abruptly, one thing she said to Donna was, you guys have always been good to me. I'm like, what? In other words, she had walked past our street several times all summer long, and we have spoken to her, either Donna or myself. So we had somewhat of a witness there, even though we never gave the specific gospel out. She, she would see me working in the yard. She would see us with the kids, the grandkids. She, she would see us all the time. And so for us to challenge her, first she responded wrongly, but the second, on second thought, she realized it was coming not just from a complete stranger or a person who doesn't like me, but a person who has a right to speak to me. And so that's, that's something that... Um, God used in that situation. We just pray to God to continue to use it. Chantel, I think you have a testimony or mic. Yeah. Yep, that kind of reminded me of something. But um, to start off, I'm very thankful for the play and just for the opportunity that that was and just the different witnessing opportunity that is because there are people who, like you say, won't come to church, but they will come to a play. And I know for me at work, a lot of my friends, we all work weekend nights. So asking them to come to church isn't always a reasonable thing to ask, like, hey, you just worked 12 hours, but can you come to church with me? They're usually going to say no. So I had invited a bunch of people to this play, and I had, I think, like, maybe five people who said they weren't going to come, and nobody came. And I was so disappointed, like, especially after the New Testament, because I'm looking at all these people, and when we get done, I'm looking in the crowd, and I'm like, where are my friends? They said they were going to come. So I'm thinking about it, and I'm going to work, and I'm like, you know, I'm not going to say anything, because, you know, they have lives, and they have kids, and blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, you know what? If they ask me to do something, I do it. <laughs> if they ask me to make something for work and bring it on my day off, I will come up there with my kids and bring what I said I'm going to bring. Like, so I've been a woman of my word. I'm going to challenge them on this. Like, yeah, it might have been something small to them, but this is a big deal. Like, I'm asking you to come support this ministry, come support my brother's dream, come support the Holy Spirit working in this, and you said you were going to. So I go up to every single person, and I said, where were you on Friday? <laughs> Got that from you. So where were you on Friday? oh, oh, you know, I took my kids somewhere and then I fell asleep and forgot about it. Or, um, you know, I didn't realize it until 7.30 and by then it was too late to call you, blah, blah, blah. I was like, so not only did you not come, you didn't even tell me you weren't coming. And nobody said anything. They're just like, oh my goodness, that was kind of bogus. Like, I did do that. And I was like, and I reminded them, like, I do things for you guys all the time. I rarely ever ask anything in return, and now I know that if you tell me you're going to be somewhere, I can't believe that because you have not shown that that's true. And I must have been really going in on this one girl because, <laughs> because there was another, um, there was a housekeeper who was cleaning up one of the rooms, and she came up to me later. She was like, I heard you, <laughs> I heard you talking to somebody about not coming to your play, and she sounded really upset, and she looked really sad. She's like, but what was that? What was that play? And I told her a little bit about it. She was like, next time, invite me. I love stuff like that. <laughs> and I was like, really? The housekeeper. I, wouldn't, I, I don't interact with her that much. So I didn't think that you know, I'm going to invite this housekeeper who I only know her first name to come support me in this. But I was like, you know what? I will. Next time, I will bring you a flyer, and I will make sure I ask you. And you know, I'm still going to ask those other people. 
and say, I don't believe you're coming, but I'm going to give you another opportunity. <laughs> and, and it's, yeah, and it's one of those things, like, that mommy said, like, you don't think of it as being a witnessing tool or being a gift, but so often Christmas are very soft, and we're all are forgiven where we don't need to be. Like, you told me you were going to do something. So you may not be a Christian, but I expect you to, to honor your word. I expect you to be an honorable person and to do what you said you were going to do. And now I know you're not, but I'm going to give you another chance to prove it to me. So I'm still going to invite you to things. And I'm still going to do the same things that I've always done because that's the type of person I am. But to be able to do that and say, you know, this is an opportunity to, to call people out and to say, you know, I've asked you to do this. I'm trying to be friends. I want to open up my life to you and share these things with you. It's just, just an opportunity that I didn't think of as really being an opportunity. I always think of the play, like coming to the play, that's the chance to speak to somebody. But even them not coming was another chance to speak to somebody. Mm -hmm. And I do thank God for that. And I really do hope that, not that I guilted them into coming, but that they think twice about, you know, agreeing to something and then not doing it. So just pray for that. Pray for the Christmas program because I'm inviting everybody. I'm posting flyers up at my job. And next time I'm charged, I'm going to announce it as like part of the part of the goings-on on the floor because they let people announce their personal things and I haven't done that. Like, but from now on, I'm going to and I'm going to hold people accountable when they say they're going to do something for me. Amen. It shows that God works in so many different ways that we don't always um, think about. Not just our so-called successes and direct approaches to people, but in indirect interactions with people, God is still working. So praise God uh, for that. I had uh, talked to a person that drives a school bus, uh, same company I drive, and actually goes to New Testament and told this individual about the play and, and uh, asked her if she had, had gone there, and she didn't because she said she, she had worked at night, so she couldn't go. But she told me that she had been to our previous Kenner and Kenner plays, and she really loved them. And so um, she was, that was an encouragement to me just to hear that coming from other people. And, and I told her to, you know, um, spread the word. Let, let other people know how you feel about that so that next time we have a play that um, you can invite others to that. Speaking of next time we have a play, um, we have a play coming up. We, we haven't fully announced it yet, but we have um, an, another um, um, showing of a black and white Christmas coming up in December that we're going to be getting ready for. So uh, you just kind of got the, the first word on it. Uh, December 7th and 8th, Friday and Saturday here. And uh, so stay tuned for more information about those. So right now you really got the date and you got the place. So you can actually start and go to those people who didn't respond and say, okay, it's September. You got four months to get ready to clear your schedule and to make it. So yes, go ahead and, and put the pressure on them. Nothing wrong with that pressure. All right. <clears throat> okay, let's take some time and look at, look at a verse we looked at last time. Colossians chapter 1, um, verse 11. Colossians 1, verse 11. I do recognize that... Um, even the ESV has some updated versions of the ESV, and there may be some slight variances. Uh, don't let that bother you. Whichever variance I read is, is official and is it. All right? Regardless of the one you have. 
That's how we're going to do it. Whatever I read is official. <laughs> All right. So Colossians 1, 11. Um, I'm going to read that out loud, and then I'm going to have you read it with me. Colossians 1, 11. May you be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy. Do you remember that one? I mean, do you remember having gone over that one? Okay. Read it with me. May you be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy. Okay. All right. So let's say that again. May you be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy. All right. Um, I think we added... You know, uh, twelve. Excuse me, that's twelve. Where is it? Where am I? That's eleven. Um, I think we added twelve, thirteen, and fourteen, but we didn't actually go through those in detail. So let's just read eleven, twelve, thirteen, and fourteen all together. May you be strengthened with all power, according to His glorious might, for all endurance and patience with joy giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. If you ask the question from this morning, okay, we should give thanks, what should we give thanks for? Well, here's the answer to it right here. Um, Verse 12, giving thanks to, to the Father, give thanks to God, and give thanks for what? Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. So we can, we can thank God. If we can't think of nothing else in our day, we can thank God for the reality of what he's done already. He's qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. Think about that. He's qualified us. Uh, I listen to a radio station during the day, and they have these contests on, and, and people can win different kind of prizes. And uh, you can imagine, you probably get junk mail, like, like I've gotten junk mail saying, you know, you may win this prize, and if you do this, and if you do that. You, you kind of look at that. You get it so much. If you like me, you get it so much, you just throw it right in the trash. You are a grand prize winner of $1,000. Just, and as soon as they say just, I'm like, ah, throw it out. You have to do just this one thing. But here it says, you already qualify. My wife worked in, in, in a realtor work in field, and, and uh, you know, you get to ready to buy a home, and a financing um, uh, industry or company will take and pre-qualify you, which basically they're putting a stamp of approval on you saying he's good for $100,000 to buy this house. God's saying he's already qualified you. <laughs> There's no more screening process. There's no chance that you, he'll find something that uh, he might not like that will disqualify you. Kind of reminds me of the Supreme Court process that's going on now. Get all the way to the tail end, and we're going to find something back when you were 17 years old that you may not have done and we may not even remember correctly, don't even have all the facts and can't verify, but you might be disqualified. 
God says, no, <laughs> he has qualified you. He's qualified you. What has he qualified you for? Qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. That ain't no light prize. I, I, I look at some of the fine print on those things that they send through the mail and say, you are qualified, right, to be a participant in the grand prize. Well, what does it mean, a participant? That means I'm one of a million, right? I might win. No, he says, God says that you're qualified to be, to share in the of the saints in light. You can also be thankful for verse 13. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness, the ride down 35th Street. <laughs> he has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. That's a fact, no matter what happens tomorrow, the next two million tomorrows. He has delivered us uh, from the, the domain of darkness, has transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. Whether you get your check this week or never get your check this week, you still have that promise and that reality that you can thank God for. Whether your checkup at the, at the doctor comes out okay or whether it doesn't come out okay or whether it's still up in the air you can still thank God for this reality in your life and that is you've been delivered from the domain of darkness think about that domain of darkness says there is a realm in which Satan has this power and its authority and he is using it against people and you see it all the time like I said well, riding down 35th street I see that domain of darkness <clears throat> I've been delivered from that. I have been delivered from that. You have been delivered from that. Then it says this in verse 14, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. We've been redeemed. Redeemed has the thought of being bought back, being purchased by the blood of Christ, um, purchased off the market of sin, now belonging, claimed by God, we are one of his, and says, our sins have been forgiven. And so, um, praise God, there's, that sins forgiven means sins past, sins present, because we do have sins right now, and even sins in the future have been forgiven under the blood of Christ. So these are all things that, as we go through these verses, as we memorize them, we can preach to ourselves and be thankful. Now, I want us to read uh, chapter 2. Uh, there's a very short verse there, verse 6. And this I would suggest that we would um, add to our list of memory verses. So read with me. We're going to read, um, yeah, just read verse 6 for now. Colossians 2, 6, together. Therefore, as you receive Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. Um, now, you can add seven there, but just, just to stop at six, it is so simplistic, it is, it is basic, but it's so foundational. And I've, I've talked a lot in the, in the series in Colossians about that verse. Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. I can say this, you received him by uh, 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 grace through faith, so walk in him, in his grace, 
by faith. Walk in him that way. Um, so as you received Christ Jesus, so walk in him. That reminds us of, of the tenses of our salvation. There is the salvation of, of, of deliverance from, from judgment. There's the salvation. There's a sanctification process. That's a walking in him. And there's a glorification process that's not spoken of in this verse, but uh, would naturally continue. So we think about those things. A couple other verses that, there's so many verses in Colossians that we could add to here. But one I'd, I'd like us to do, going back to chapter 1, is verse 28. 28 and 29. So read those with me. Colossians 1, 28 and 29. Him we proclaim warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil, struggling with all his energy that he powerfully works within me. That's, that's a verse that I should set aside, especially um, as a memory verse because that's, that's the uh, mission, the ministry that God has given me to do and, and given us as believers in general to do. Him we proclaim, that's Christ, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we, we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil, this hard work, struggling with all his energy that he powerfully works within me. So it combines the, the, the thought that I have a responsibility to work, to toil, and yet I am, I'm depending on his energy, his power um, to, to work through me. So, again, that's, that's uh, another verse that, that we can do. <clears throat> and then in chapter 3, verse 1 and 2, let's read that together. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. All right. Colossians, one, Colossians 3, verse 1 and 2. All right. <clears throat> Next week, we will start on chapter 3, verse 18 in the message text and uh, look through 18 through 25, and actually 18, 318 to chapter 4. Um, verse 1. That's going to be the text for our sermon message. All right. So, again, I'm going to write those up, and um, next week, wait a minute. Next week we have Singspiration, right? In the evening. So we won't be practicing these next week. We'll have to hit them in the weeks to come. In the week following that, we won't be here because of our Grace Partners in Fall Conference. So, um, You'll have to work on those on your own, and I'll have to probably put something up in Sunday morning so that we can be reminded of those. Any questions before we close tonight? Ask comments before we close? All right, let's close in prayer. Dear Lord, we are thankful for testimonies tonight. Encourage us to how you're working in, in different ways that we may not have thought of. We, we um, thank you for reminding us of you working in our lives in ways that cannot be erased and uh, Satan can't touch. And we thank you for that. We pray that we will begin to put the word, your, your word, um, in our hearts and memorize it. Help us as we labor to do that. 
and that uh, we know that that will be profitable for us, our own growth and sanctification, as well as others as we use your word to encourage and challenge them as well. Bless us this week, Lord. We pray for um, Jackie as we think about her not here uh, tonight in sickness. We pray for those um, like Cliff who's, who's missing because of work. And um, uh, we, we would pray um, your blessing for all of us as we go throughout this week. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.